The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. Bring your soul to work. And when you do, you will probably gain some extra prosperity. The work we do with our ladies in our Kick-Ass Career Workshop, we bring them into their full soul's expression. And by doing so, they have better jobs, more visibility at work, more influence, more impact. They're feeling alive. And of course, then make more money because that's how that equation works. Today, I'm joined by one of my kick-ass coaches, Amy Anfinson. Hello, Amy. Hello, Mo. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Happy to be here. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm happy that you're here. Amy uh, collaborates with me in my kick-ass workshop, and she's one of the superstar coaches on my team. And together, uh, she and I and uh, several other coaches help women lift themselves from deep within and claim a life better than they've maybe ever had ever, or even sometimes more than they ever thought was possible for them. And we're going to talk about that because so often on this uh, show, I like to kind of break down the problems that we have in life and open up and take a peek into how we can solve those. Today, we're going to talk about um, a problem that doesn't get talked about that often. And the problem is what happens when you get more prosperous? Mo, how can that be a problem? (laughs) And I are going to uh, open up about how receiving and having more can sometimes have its own challenges, often does. And there's also Sometimes a ripple effect among the people who know you, the people who have a contract with who you were before, get a little disrupted because now you're a prosperous, happy, full, alive person. And in the world of energy, you have changed the energetic contract or the energetic bond you have with that person. And now you're playing a different sport, so to speak, on the field. So they're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) So Amy and I are going to talk about some of that. Um, We see this as one of the beautiful things we love to help our ladies coach on. The other thing that happens with greater prosperity and when your soul comes alive is that there's less energy spent in the struggle mode. Now, that sounds like a great idea. But what happens is that your nervous system has a habit of feeling struggle, of feeling anxiety, of feeling stress, of feeling wiped out. And so when the body is no longer in its habit, it starts to do a thing that's like, hey, don't you remember how you're supposed to feel? So Amy and I are going to break through a couple of these topics so that you can understand in a deeper level what some of the uh, beautiful challenges are in being more successful, in being happier, in being more prosperous. And we're going to love on you through this next hour or so. And then um, we invite 
callers to come our way. And uh, sorry, it sounds like I'm having trouble with my microphone here. We invite callers to come our way and um, join in the conversation. And you can do that at 816-251-3555. So, Amy, how about a little, just a little introduction um, on you and what you're all about? And then we'll kick right in. Yeah. So I am a positive change, emotional intelligence, and executive mindset coach. And I have been very interested in understanding the emotional states, which is our state of being that we operate from. And I really love helping people understand themselves better. And as what we do in our workshop, bring more of their soul to life so they become more whole. And so the work that I do is really about helping people elevate their consciousness so that they're operating at a higher level. Which is really what all of our coaches do uh, in the workshop. And it's, uh, it's a wonderful collaboration as we, as we work together and help other people see themselves with new eyes and see what's available to them. And so the, the work is very rewarding and uh, really enjoy watching the transformations happen and people coming into their own self-worth. And, you know, the wor- more worthy we feel, the more we allow in the prosperity instead of pushing it away. Absolutely. And it's a beautiful thing um, to have a soul come alive right in front of your eyes, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, I had I had a wonderful call last night with with one of our kick-ass women and talk about the transformation when she started. She was so stuck. Um, She talked about how defensive she was and how just everything was just complaining. And um, through the workshop, she has uh, completely changed her attitude. Like, I mean, it was like I was talking to a different person last night Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just very, very open. And one of the things we get to see because we're on video uh, on our coaching calls is their faces change as well, don't they? They certainly do. There is like face, light that comes through their eyes. Right. And, and almost through the, 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 the pores of their skin, there's, there's, there's a glowing that naturally occurs when your inner light lights up. And women, Amy, uh, come through our workshop and actually get new haircuts and hairdos. Yes, yes, we see that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they, they transform physically, not, not just within, but then the, yes. the physical outside really changes. Absolutely. And it's a beautiful thing to see. When you're, when you're um, beaten down and your soul's not shining and it's just a pilot light sitting in there kind of waiting to get lit back up, um, everything else seems dim around. And this is the, the essence of how this thing called the law of attraction, which is working 24-7, 365, except next year it's going to be 366 because I believe we're in a, a leap year next year, We've got an <laughs> extra day of activity. Um, the law of attraction basically is how you're thinking and feeling within and the energy you're emitting is the world that you're going to see. And um, so many people are feeling kind of lousy inside, don't maybe 100% know it, and they're wondering why their life's not working out. But what we have the opportunity to do, as Amy um, expressed so much, is to see wonderful women come back into their full light. And I wouldn't be able to fix a career for someone if we didn't first take care of the soul of the person. There's no great resume or great LinkedIn profile or even great interview techniques that are going to cover up the inner self. So when we bring that woman 
life. And Amy, you know as well as I do, most of the women who are in our workshop are absolutely educated. Sometimes we call it overeducated and underemployed. They've got expertise and experience, but over their decades of living life, they've gotten beaten and they have begun to believe the beatening. And I don't really necessarily mean physically. I just mean bad messages that have come in and resonated. And they have then taken in the, I'm not enough. I'll never get ahead. I can never this. I don't have that. I don't this, dot, 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 dot. And that becomes effectively a self-fulfilling scenario. So we go at their souls and we bring the light back and they start to shine in a way that they've not in years. Some people say they haven't felt this good since before they were a teenager. And some haven't ever felt this good. So we bring their soul back to life through a lot of techniques and great coaching. And then we're able to bring them forward into a higher level of career path, work, promotions, better pay. That is 100% corollary. And sometimes I have women um, who I talk to on our clarity calls. Amy, I think I talk about this sometimes in our meetings um, and when we get together as coaches. Sometimes women on a clarity call are saying, I, won't, I don't want to work with you unless you can guarantee me the result. And one thing I can't guarantee any individual human person that they're going to participate and commit to the evolution and the evolving work that it takes to bring your soul back to light. But the women who do um, trust and jump into that have absolutely amazing transformations that uh, we get delighted as coaches to see. Here's the, the kind of cool part. Once all of this begins to happen, their lives get easier. The morning, the stressed out night, not there anymore. Uh, we have one woman in particular, Amy, who was on the call last, the coaching call last night, who has not quite gotten her dream job yet, but she's in such a, pay, a place of peace and gratitude that she's not anxious or worried about it. She knows she's doing all the great inner work and she's applying for jobs and she's putting herself out there and she's got all this networking uh, strategy and plan that she's going to be carrying out. And she's, she's good. Now, she's currently in a job, but that job was kind of beating her to a pulp, so to speak. Um, she's in a place of peace and gratitude. Um, talk more and elaborate more on, on, on how that happens for the ladies that we work with. How do we, how do we help lift them up? Yeah, I, I think that's always the first step. So when we can mm-hmm. help them to get to a state of peace with where they are because when we're fighting with ourselves we are not we are spending so much energy in the fight and the struggle as you were talking mm. about earlier that we don't have the energy to really apply ourselves towards the things that are really going to benefit us so i i love it when i see the women become peaceful in their journey <laughs> because they find a, a more satisfaction with where they're at and i i like the word satisfaction because there is there's a peace in being satisfied where you are. Even though you don't have exactly what you want, if you are taking steps towards what you want, you feel good about yourself. And that's what is so wonderful when you, when you are willing to say yes to yourself and commit to yourself and show up to do the work to understand yourself better. You feel, you feel greater peace because you absolutely know you are doing the work that's going to get you to where you want to get versus just spinning your wheels complaining and being so aware of what, what isn't going well. So mm-hmm. that state of, of peace and gratitude, you know, I'm also going to throw in the word grace because yes. when we operate in a state of grace, everything is sufficient. 
In other words, mm-hmm. we, we don't operate from a place of lack, which is really where anytime we're operating from lack, that is where the frustration and the anger and the heaviness comes from. And mm-hmm. so um, for our, our women to be able to feel good about themselves and to understand themselves and to make peace with where they are, that means they absolutely are having faith and believing that everything they're doing is moving them in the right direction. Well, that is the state of being you have to be in in order mm-hmm. to let it in. Mm-hmm. And so right. it's, it's that state of being um, okay, satisfied that you are taking the appropriate steps and feeling worthy of receiving that which you are working towards. Absolutely. And you said some really key things there. Um, the, the first piece is understanding lack um, I, I did a Facebook Live this morning. This is my new thing I'm doing one every morning. Uh, tune into my Career Coach Mo Facebook page if you would like to uh, get your daily morning dose of Daily Mo. I talked about I amness and everything that is following the word I am or the words I am is crafting the signature that we have energetically in the world that then emanates into the unified field, which then become, becomes the reflector pattern of what our life looks like. So if we're saying, I am always running behind, or if we're saying, I never have enough time, if we're saying, I am always uh, being criticized at work, I can never this, whatever we are using the I am verb tense to describe who we are and how our life is, that is a commitment that we are making to ourself and to our soul. So one of the first big lacks that a lot of women have is lack of time. And if we were just to observe for ourselves the times of the day that we reconfirm that commitment, that we have lack of time, I think we'd be astounded. So in a, in a default hypnotized normal state, most people are proclaiming their lack of time multiple times a day much less how many times they're feeling it and not having the verbalization. That's the first real big lack. And as you know, in the workshop, we focus on time as well because it is a, a, a signature telling us that there's still some lack going on in the soul. So when we get into that state of grace that you mentioned, we begin to ease up on any and all sense of lack. We now are full of time. We now are full of joy. We now are full of possibility and optimism. And when we are full of things, when we are in full gratitude of what we have and where we are, we can no longer be in that lack state because you can't be in gratitude and in lack at the same exact moment. So if you choose and wire in gratitude, enoughness, peace, joy, connection. You will leave behind the old wiring, but it is practice, isn't it? It is practice and being able to become aware of how you feel because sometimes we have those old automatic thought patterns that we're just so used to saying we don't even recognize what we're saying. Mm -hmm. So when we can become more aware and conscious, we we can catch when it is that we are making, proclaiming these lack statements. 
Mm -hmm. So we can shift those. A a while ago, I remember um, I'm on Facebook a lot. That's where my business is. So um, I'm very grateful every single day for uh, what Mark Zuckerberg created years ago. Um, It helps me stay connected to the lovely people who love my work and versa. But there was a a really cute little video that circulated for a while. It was a little blonde, curly-headed girl who was standing on a counter in front of a mirror. Do you remember seeing this? Uh, Yes, yes. One of my favorites. It brings you delight just thinking about it, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes. So she was like, I love my mommy. I love my daddy. I love my Allison. I love my curls. I love my life. I love my brother. I love my sister. Like she was proclaiming in front of, which if you follow any of Louise Hay's work, uh, folks, uh, she was a big, big proponent of mirror work because your I amness is an absolute physical reflection when you're standing in front of a mirror. And this little girl was just proclaiming her joy and happiness and gratitude and bouncing around like little people tend to show us what our soul really is all about. And it just brings so such delight just to see that, doesn't it? It does. It does. And to bring back that type of joy because she had a consciousness of seeing all the blessings. She was in gratitude. She was in grace. And mm-hmm. for us to practice taking time to look around at just all the things that are going well, our minds are kind of uh, programmed to see what's not working. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's how we improve things. But to truly take the time to operate in a state of gratitude, uh, which I know that is something we we encourage our women to do all the time. And you can definitely tell the ones that practice it because they start seeing the world with different eyes and they start enjoying even themselves and where they're at, even though they're not where they want to be just yet. There's Mm -hmm. this joy that lights them up. So Yeah. yeah, proclaiming the joy is so important. Yeah. You know, one of the other things that, um, that I became aware of most recently over the past year, year and a half, um, as I was, uh, suffering a little bit through some grieving in 2018, um, I started having some health problems and I began to be more conscious of food and, um, and my choices around food. Um, I had done that waves after coming out of my, my cancer, uh, journey as well. But I had another layer of being aware of my food. And what I recognized is that the messages I was saying to myself around my food choices were coming from a complete lack and actually, to be honest, a little bit of self-hatred. And I made a conscious shift to begin to enjoy whatever it was that I was eating and being grateful for it. And growing up, my mother always said grace uh, before meals. And um, as I got into my young adulthood, I thought that was kind of silly and can I just be grateful all the time and whisked that away. But it's a practice that's inherent in me. So I began to be more of a blessed nature about the food I was eating, regardless, even if it was something that I really wanted to eat that I knew wasn't the healthiest thing on the planet for me. So I began Mm -hmm. to approach the things that I would take in as nourishment and bless them and bless my own sense of joy and happiness about enjoying the food no matter what it was, and to stop being a critic to the food coming into me, and to stop being in lack of either time of the food choice 
and because maybe I wanted to eat something quickly. Um, instead of having this tape player going on about lack of time and lack of good food and doing this and you know better, Mo, and all of this stuff, let's talk just a little bit about that inner dialogue, Amy, and what how it can really uh, pull us backwards. Because we do see this again in our in our workshop with our ladies as well. They begin to have tools and techniques and bring their soul's light up and up and up. But there's there's always this this tape kind of running in there going, oh yeah, you want to feel great? So let's talk about that tug and pull of those uh, tapes that are kind of in there. And I use that word tapes, but it's a program, it's conditioning. Let's talk a little bit about that push and pull. Yeah, it's, um, I, I think it's, more of just a habitual pattern that we don't even realize that we are saying, you know, we've heard, so, you can read an article and be like, oh, you know, we were talking about food, oh, that food is bad, so I'm not supposed to eat it. And so mm -hmm. you don't even know that you're saying those things to yourself. And mm -hmm. I love what you, you know, you said about the, the giving grace before food. I, I had read somewhere that when we actually speak words of thankfulness for no matter mm -hmm. what food we're eating, we're actually raising the vibrational state of the yes. food itself before mm -hmm. we ingest it. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's just going back to being aware of those tapes that are playing when we have a story about how a food is good or bad for us. And I think so much of it is learning how to um, observe without being judgmental just like oh yes. i'm thinking this thought uh whether it be about food or be it uh, about self and in the career and recognizing mm -hmm. what what am i saying to myself um mm -hmm. with with an uncritical observation and yes. by doing that you're able to identify the tape and then almost even challenge it like is that really the truth or is that just something that I heard Do mm -hmm. I really believe that and when we take the time to acknowledge the thoughts that we are giving attention to we have the power to shift them and change them and change our consciousness and the way that we operate and and therefore we also in doing so change the actions that we take or don't mm -hmm. take Right. And then our results change. So it sounds like so simple. Like I've heard one of the women um, I was talking to, they're like, these were such simple shifts. But <laughs> they, they were made like huge difference right. in the results that they got. Yeah. It's, it's interesting once we become aware how we can make the shifts, but so many folks are caught up in defense mechanisms that the human psyche has crafted to try to keep us away from the pain that we're feeling inside, that the defense mechanisms shut down our, our inner awareness. And mm -hmm. I sort of joking about this on the coaching call last night, we, we, from a psychological perspective, do ourselves more harm with the defense mechanisms that are natural in the human experience. I, covering up and covering up and covering up and covering up. It's an adaptive mechanism. So it's, it's part of being a, an adaptive uh, being. It, it shuts down the awareness of what's really going on. So the first layer of awareness, not only awareness of the self and how awesome we are, but awareness of the things that need to be corrected, rewired, uh, restated, reprogrammed, all of that. And when we start getting into the feeling good states, 
we now are beginning to rewire the practice and the conditioning. And, you know, our workshop, as you know, is 12 weeks, and we set a pretty firm foundation for our ladies to move into the next stage of their transformation. And most of our ladies land great new jobs and make more money in that same 12-week time period. Um, it's just the beginning of a new foundation of living life on different terms. And on the second half of the show, we're going to talk about what that looks like to live life on the next tier of existence of happiness, joy, and prosperity. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the challenges inherent in it. But what I want to spend uh, most of the time in the second half of the show with Amy is to really talk about um, how we can uh, wire ourselves permanently toward prosperity and toward an, a, a life of ease and joy and and flow. Um, I know those are some of your uh, great skill sets as a coach to help rewire folks along those lines, and so I want to spend some time doing that. One of the things I want to do before we break for this is to talk a little bit about some of the hidden facts. When we are not receiving prosperity or when we are not in a life that feels good, some of the ways that this can be hidden, and I'm going to be rather bold in some of these statements right now, folks. Um, I've talked to thousands thousands of women and and a few handful of men um, about their careers and about their lives over the last five years. Um, Maybe single-handedly having had the most conversations with the most people around their lives and careers of anyone maybe on this planet, (laughs) to be honest with you. I've spent an (laughs) awful lot of time in, in thousands of people. And one of the things that does happen is that we begin to convince ourselves that success is going to be harder than where we're at. It is a very common theme that people put on top of their current suffering. Well, to move into something more and making more money and being at a higher level is just going to be more work and more pain. So I don't want that. So they immediately shut themselves off from greater prosperity because they have a myth and a lie that they are holding so tight to rationalize a disease that is in them. Folks, I'm going to tell you it this way. If you are not feeling happy inside, if you are not prospering to the level that you oughta, coulda in your job, there is something wrong inside. We're going to talk about the rightness of that in our second half. If you'd like to join the conversation, please call 816-251-3555 and we'll catch you on the second half of the show. Amy, be right back. Hi, I'm Reverend Linda Martella Witset with Silent Unity, reminding you that we are here for you during the holidays to support you with affirmative prayer and inspiration. From all of us at Silent Unity, we wish you a beautiful and blessed holiday season. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And I am joined today by one of my wonderful friends and kick-ass coaches who joins me in my kick-ass workshop each and every single week, uh, Amy Anfinson. Um, Welcome again. We're here on our second half of a show on prosperity. And we kind of broke through a little bit about some of the reasons why we miss prosperity in our lives and why we um, might be apt to to be more into a lack mode and things like that, which feel good and doesn't bring us great stuff. 
And I, and I ended the first half with basically saying, if you're not happy with yourself in your life, something is wrong and it needs to be just as like, it's wrong to have a broken leg. You would not limp around going, ah, it's okay. I got a broken leg. It happens. But we tend to accept lack of joy and lack of prosperity as a condition that we have to live with. And it is not. I am going to emphatically say that your creator did not put you on this earth to suffer in lack, lack of joy, lack of money, lack of love, lack of whatever. You are not here for that. It is something to move through and cure and, and create strength around who you are and to shine brightly and to be joyous and prosperous. Amy, before we go into our second half, we're going to take a lovely uh, call from Kathy, who was called in. Hello, Kathy. How are you? Bill's your client. Well, hello there, Kathy, my client. How are you? I'm good. I just didn't want to say what state I was from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're from the state of happiness? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so great to hear from you. What can we do for you yeah. today? Well, I listened to you this morning and actually came up with a question, and then you're kind of talking about it, which tells me the universe wanted me to ask this question today. Go. Um, yeah, so go for it. I have actually been doing incredibly well, and yes, living in, I'm, I'm happier than I've been in in years after doing the class mm -hmm. this summer. Um, mm -hmm. I have some amazing opportunities developing. I can't talk about those real publicly on public radio. Mm -hmm. Sure. But I'll be probably telling you something more soon, but okay. what I'm finding is that I've been living a long time in kind of that state of lack and not really my mm -hmm. best self. Mm -hmm. And what I'm finding is that as I am becoming more and more me, and I've had mm -hmm. this experience before in my life, like you get into a relationship or a job and you're in a place where maybe you, you were traumatized or, you know, just not not your best self. And then as you mm -hmm. change, it's like people are almost angry at you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it, yeah. it just seems like, and I especially notice like some people, and I, I don't know, I feel this more from women. Like <laughs> they don't want you to be happy and exuberant and joyful. They almost resent you as you mm -hmm. become more like that. And it's, it's just an interesting dynamic that I think I'm observing yes. more without mm -hmm. reacting to it. So I've seen mm -hmm. it more clearly, but realizing, wow, this really is about them. But I just mm -hmm. wanted to understand why do people react that way to happy people? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a few dimensions. I'm going to answer a little bit of it, and then I'm going to have uh, brilliant Amy uh, add her insights as well. There's a few things that are going on there, and this is exactly what I wanted to talk about this uh, second section of this call. So thank you for teeing us up here in a beautiful, <laughs> real way. Um, one of the things that happens is this, you have a agreed upon uh, energetic dance and relationship with each and every person in your life. Even the person you glance at in the grocery store, you have now created an energetic commitment, whether you look down or you look up or you smile or you ignore them. Every energy being that we pass in our life, we have a a, 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 a thing that we've done with them. Even if it's completely subconscious, not even aware, there's something there. And so even someone we pass in the grocery store, we have that momentary thing. But someone who we are literally with day in and day out, 
that energetic commitment and contract with them is sealed for a deal. And it is most of the time away from our consciousness. And it is subconsciously, therefore it's tighter, agreed upon. I agree that Kathy doesn't feel good about herself and you can take advantage of her and make her work harder. We're going to... That Kathy's going to fill the gaps of everyone else's work because she's smarter than everyone and is going to run around and to prove her worth because she has to to feel better. And we're going to agree that that's who Kathy is. And we're going to agree that Ted and Jim and Jane all agree with that and fill in that. And Ted and Jim and Jane are going to be dancing with that agreement because it, it divinely suits them as well. So you're all in agreement and that's how we're going to act. Boom, 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 day in, day out. Yep, 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 yep. Oops, all of a sudden, Kathy joins the kick-ass workshop. Her soul starts coming alive. She becomes happier. She's now not running around and filling all the gaps and trying to prove her worth because she knows her worth inside, and she's no longer filling the gap by overworking and overdoing and filling in this and doing that and running around like a monkey with her head cut off. Well, Jane and, and Tim letting and... Other, and letting others fail. Letting others right? fail is a big one. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> so they're all going... What the heck happened? Something disrupted our tidy little agreement. Huh. Who here is, aha, it's her. She's the one who changed. She's the one who's made this different. Urgh. How dare you? So now you have stopped filling in their needs because you no longer need to fill in your lack. Dance has changed, and lovely human beings as we are, we love ourselves so very much. When someone takes something away from us, we're upset about it. When someone changes the agreement, we're upset about it. That means we have to change. Urgh. That's the first dimension. second dimension is this. Have you ever come out of a movie theater in the middle of the afternoon, and it's really bright and sunny? Your yeah. eyes go, oh, and it's a, 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 a second, two, three, four, whatever, for your eyes to adjust to the brightness. Well, you've been on a path for yourself of each day increasing, 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 increasing. So you have adapted internally. Now, these people you work with, maybe you don't see them every single day, but you certainly don't see them as many minutes as you see yourself. So they're now going, oh, what happened to Kathy? Oh, Kathy. Oh, 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 oh. They're getting a little shocked, too, that there's so much brightness all of a sudden. And they're not used to that. So you put both of those together, and the normal human person is kind of pissed off about it. Um, it's an unfortunate situation, but the great thing that I can tell you that this confirms is that you have done your inner work to be a different version of you. And you are consciously navigating the being that you want to be, that you feel is consistent your soul. Amy, I'm going to kick it over to you for adding to that as well. Yeah, um, wonderful description of how all of that works. And I do want to add to from that place of understanding, because that's what has to happen first. It's then learning how to really stay in your, I call it staying in your own lane. You know, you mentioned, Kathy, that, um, letting others fail, like that's kind of hard for you because you were used to really kind of scooping them up and making sure that they looked good and everybody was taken care of for the sake of everything. And, and so 
when you when you start practicing really staying in your own lane and doing what is yours to do, you you also have to um, operate from a higher state of consciousness, believing that they're capable too. And when you believe in you, it's so much easier to believe in others. Right. So if you allow that feeling of I've got this, and you know what they do too, that need to over overgive, over um, serve in a way that depletes you no longer exists, and you're actually benefiting not only yourself but you're benefiting them because now they have to deal with themselves, which is a beautiful thing. Yes, and so that's a as great you, perspective, Amy. Oh, yeah, we could have a whole show on that one. Go ahead. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> That would only be, though, someone that chose to meet, meet you halfway. Like No, no, no. Other people might. No. Mm-mm. You, you mentioned a little second ago, Kathy, about letting other people fail. And, and that's a, a way of describing it. But what Amy is, is saying even more uh, globally is let people be who they must be for their journey. I guess what I'm what I'm wondering about is like some people, as you change, they might choose to change the dynamics of a relationship with you. Like mm-hmm. I have some mm-hmm. friends, they, they yes. notice the change and they're happy for me. They tell me you are so much more yourself than you've been in so long. It's so yes. good to see yes. you back. Like people yes. who genuinely love me, but then other people, yes. I think like they don't really. I feel like they're choosing. They don't want to change. They want to mm-hmm. keep the relationship the way it was. And so, mm-hmm. like, it, it's kind of not resolvable. It's like I've got to kind of just mm-hmm. move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. that's hard because I care about them. And I thought yep. that they cared about me. But then it's like right. you don't want to make the change. So you right. still want me to overfunction in the relationship. So this yes. tells me you don't really want to put anything in. But that's yes. it's been kind of a little bit disconcerting to realize, wow, this isn't what I thought it was. Correct. I had, a, I had a friend years ago, Kathy, when I exclaimed to her my new promotion and my new salary, which I then learned not to share all that much with people, um, she literally walked out of dinner with me. She was my best friend at the time. And I hadn't, mm-hmm. I didn't speak her after that or since. Literally, my best friend was so pissed off at me for my success that she walked out of dinner and left my life forever. Yeah, and that's what I've experienced, and not just like in this present chapter, but even in my past. People mm-hmm. get really angry at me because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. doing better or because I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And it's not even mm-hmm. about money for me. It's just been about mm-hmm. just, you know, just being brighter and, and, and you know, joyful and just exuberant. Because, I mean, I'm not a wallflower type person, so, you mm-hmm. know, I can be a little much mm-hmm. at times. But, like, mm-hmm. they're just so resentful towards me. Yeah. So, and it's like, so was that a friend... Was that a friend? I mean, we could, again, spend a whole, a whole show on this whole topic, but is that, is that truly what you thought it was? And it's probably not. So, yes, it breaks your heart. But here's the thing. Yeah. You're now making choices to say, I want to honor the best and highest version of me. And if that no longer matches, I must move on. And perhaps exactly what I need to, in order to keep moving on as well. Um, Amy, yeah, what else do you I have think, I think, about this too? I think Go it's ahead. just kind of so surprising. Sometimes it's just surprising. Like yes. people surprise you. <laughs> yes, it yeah. does. It <laughs> does sometimes surprise. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I do want to add to this conversation by saying, you know, it's it's always our own inner work and what dialogue do we have going on because even our thoughts about other people are mm-hmm. our thoughts that we want to deal with. And so when you face that, which I think is a very common thing, especially when you do this inner work and you start feeling better and then uh, people around you feel a jealousy because they're, they're like, oh, I, I, I want that and I don't know how to get there. If you can practice paying attention to like, how are you feeling? Like, are you feeling, are you feeling guilty for feeling so good? And if so, mm-hmm. how can you elevate your own thinking instead of feeling guilt? Because it's so, e- it's so easy to operate from a place of guilt when, when good things happen to us and, and we see someone else sad. Like, we never want to see anyone else sad. We, we, our, our true, truest desire is to let other, other people be lifted up by the good that we do. And so when we are paying attention that someone's bothered, it really is learning how to bring it back to yourself and say something like, and I, I call them soothing thoughts. When you recognize you're like feeling guilty right. and, and feeling even sad that because this relationship was important to you, think thoughts to yourself that say something like, well, this is just, they're just having a moment. It's totally okay for them to feel jealousy or sad and, and recognize they're, they're having a, what I call a contrasting moment of recognizing, oh, I want more in my own life. She's got it and I don't. And give them that space to just feel that. Like it's totally okay to feel a little bit of jealousy. And then allow your mind to say, you, you know, I, I, my desire, my intention is to be an inspiration. And uh, I hope that if they do desire to have what I have, that they'll find their way too. And then you're, you're no longer making it about them. You're making about your own thoughts about the situation so that you can feel good. And I, I talk about like turning jealousy into inspiration because mm-hmm. we all have to have moments of jealousy because those, those feelings of jealousy is saying, I want some of that. And, and so we yeah. want to pay attention when we feel jealous. We want to recognize, oh, that's important to me. But m- most people don't have, and I'm not saying most people, but a lot of people aren't there to understand that type of consciousness, that yes. what's going on within them is jealousy is, oh, I want that. And then shifting their thoughts to allowing it to be inspired so that you can celebrate where that person is at and help yourself elevate to that state of being as well. So what your inner dialogue is when you see other people shrinking around you is to just set the intention of, you know what, they're just having a moment and I'm going to (laughs) just hold that space for them and it's totally okay for them to feel some jealousy and my intention is that they be inspired by my new state of being and that they, if they choose, and if, if, if they choose to find it themselves, I, I want that for them. And if they don't, I'm going to just love them where they're at and be unaffected. Because honestly, what's really going on is you want to be unaffected right. and not change your state of being when someone shows up in that way. And, and, and I think great words, Amy. That's, yeah. yeah go, go, ahead, go ahead, Kathy. What's What's been different is just, it's almost like you, you taught, you kind of observe and you're mm-hmm. observing their emotional energy, I guess, or, or behavior or body language. And I'm just, I'm so much more observant and mm-hmm. I notice mm-hmm. things that I didn't used to notice. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think that's, but I'm not talking about people just having a moment. I'm talking about like a really long-term mm-hmm. pattern of, of sure. I obviously... They're, they're, they don't really want to be in a relationship with me. And it's like, 
just letting that yes. go and being okay. But, but sad is definitely what I feel yeah. more than guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's like, I'm realizing I just can't keep carrying all these relationships that I've been over functioning in. And listen, that is the, it, it, that is beautiful. That's a, that's like, yeah, that's just, like the best highest awareness thing that you could, that you could gift yourself. And yeah, I was going to add a, that dimension to the relationships that don't survive our personal transformation typically weren't serving our highest good anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a conversation just the other night with a friend I made in the class and we call each other about once a week. Um, okay, nice. And she kind of had mm-hmm. a similar situation with um, a, a, a colleague at work and mm-hmm. she just cannot handle her. <laughs> and, and we were just talking about, it, it, she says, I feel sorry for her. Like she's just such an unhappy person. But in mm-hmm. the past, I think we we were just talking about like that kind of a personality would have threatened us or made us smaller. But now mm-hmm. it's like we see them differently as hurting souls. Yes. And yes. she was commenting on how like she's so, you know, passive aggressive to me, but she doesn't even get to me because I just, I feel really bad for her. And I'm, I, I really don't know how to connect mm-hmm. to her. And that's kind of what we were talking about. But right. we both have kind right. of been experiencing this as mm-hmm. women in leadership. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. They're just, they're angry people and yeah. you just kind of have to learn to manage them, but I'm still figuring it out. Right. Well, bravo to you. First of all, for calling it's lovely, lovely, lovely talking with you again. Um, jealousy has to be earned. So <laughs> it's a snarky way of saying it, but, but it's true. Um, so, so when we, when we reach a certain level of success, there will be people who will respond uh, in a way that is not in our highest good. And our, our best choice always is to move forward in our highest version ourselves, regardless of the external circumstances, regardless of it's raining, go for your walk, regardless of when someone's jealous, continue being you at work. You have one life to lead and being in their head, being in their life, uh, you, you called it uh, over-functioning in a relationship, great words. When we need to prove our worth, we will carry people through things that wasn't really our job to do anyway, but we took it on because maybe we have a pattern of doing that to feel our worth. And when you pull the plug on that, you are going to disappoint the people that you were able to fuel with some of your energy. And those energy vampires get revealed. And so moving forward, being disappointed, sad, loss, grief of that supposed friendship. Yes, understood. Uh, but you're no longer willing to participate with a, a vampire of your energy and that's claiming you. So it's, it's really a great sign, isn't it? Yeah. I love that phrase, va- uh, vampire of energy. That is so mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. that's like, it doesn't, it's not, I don't mind cutting them off. Like I'm good. Like it, it really hasn't been hard. It just makes me fat. Mm-hmm. Understood. Understood. And so please do celebrate your own personal evolution and growth and how you're showing up for yourself and how that honors you, your family, your career, your financial security. Um, And here's the great thing. There's more. Because you're just getting started back on track with how awesome you are and keep going because it's more and more awesome. And, And here's the cool thing that I can guarantee you. 
as you become a more awesome, self-assured, whole person, you will meet up on your path with more people like that. Mm -hmm. You've opened space for those new friends, for those new people to be part of your life. And that's the fun part, I think, about this whole journey, is that when you do slough off the things that are no longer serving you, there is a phrase that a, a good friend client of mine shared, be as wise as a snake. You have to keep leaving behind the past skin that you lived in to move into the next phase of your journey. So leave that behind. Just leave it behind. That's how you're meant to be, growing and leaving behind the past version of you, which sometimes does mean some of the people. So Mo, the only reason I had time to call in today is because I'm I took the day off because I have an interview today. So what you just Yay! told me is exactly what I needed to hear. Beautiful. <laughs> we freed you. you up for the interview. Yay. And that was perfect. Super happy. Yeah, it's Super emo- happy. It's, it's emotional to let go of the space I've been in and I've loved. So Right. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Bravo to you. And really, it's been delightful to, to talk with you. Amy, anything more you want to say to Kathy before... We head off to wrap up the show? No, I just completely agree. When you do this inner work that you get clarity really fast, like, oh, this is no longer a fit. And then you have the freedom to choose. And when you give yourself permission to choose and not feel guilty about even letting go of relationships, you're operating at your highest level. So um, sounds like you're doing some amazing work and wonderful that you are in a great energy space to have an amazing interview today, too. I will keep you guys posted. Thank you. Please do. Kathy, great to hear from you. Wonderful to talk to you. You know, it's, it's not an equation of the same thing, but I think we all have the experience of uh, moving into a new car or another car from, from one that served us so much. Um, I just recently transitioned cars and the car that I was driving for three years was my dream car for years. And it was like, oh my God, this was the car and what I wanted. And da, da, da. I loved driving. It was so much fun. And, and I wanted to make a change. And so I did. And there was some resulting, oh, but that was my dream car. And, oh, all right. Well, so the one thing about the journey of the human experience is that basically, and so when we move into things that are no longer serving us because we have grown, we, we shed that. And sometimes we move away from something that was really cool and really fun, but it's time has run up. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the beautiful thing that we learn from this other level. And Amy, I'm going to invite you back for a show on this topic. And so when we can become a full whole version of ourselves, and enjoy all that life has to offer. The next phase is letting go and detaching. And it's like, well, wait a minute. I spend all this time and energy evolving and developing and having a cool job and enjoying great vacation, having the clothes I want and the cars I want. And then we get into detachment. It's really quite an interesting evolution. Amy will definitely come back again. Thank you, Kathy, for calling in. So here's, here's the thing. When we allow ourselves to be awesome and beautiful and bountiful, and we are in God's full expression of who we are, and we are in that flow, 
we do receive toward us things that are consistent with that feeling and energetic attraction space. It's the law. It's the way God put this universe together. And when we do that, yes, there are things that no longer match with that resonating level. So we want everyone to be touched in a level of prosperity and joy that is continuing to be greater and greater and more because that is the bountifulness of the universe. It's an ever-expanding, ever-wanting moreness. It's not selfish. It is your soul's destiny. So more on the way. The better it gets, the better it gets. We are loving having Kathy called in today. It was a perfect, perfect section of what I wanted to cover with you today, Amy. And so Kathy, thanks for being a beautiful inspiration for allowing that conversation to be natural and beautiful and perfect and also serving you. The, the beauty of our prosperity is God's blessings that were intended when we were born. So please allow yourself to, to soak in the awesomeness of that. If you would like to know more about my work, and again, thanks, Amy, for joining me, please check out mofall.com. And if you'd like to go right ahead and get to work at what may be ailing you and troubling you in your career and life, go book a career clarity call, mofall.com slash give me clarity. You heard from Kathy today. Her life has been magnificently turned in the right direction. And it came and started from a career clarity call. Yours more on the way. We'll see you next time again. Thank you, Amy, for joining me today. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on The Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, Don't take your dreams lying down.